0: Well, the recently created Wacom Racial Equity Commission is looking for residents around the community to fill its open seats. The commission was formed through the Wacom County Council in October 2022 and will be made up of 15 unique members that will make recommendations on how to best support diversity and inclusion throughout the county. With me today is Dr. Vernon Damani-Johnson. He's a member of the Commission's Appointment Committee that was seated by the county and will be helping to make those decisions on its members. He's just one such community member who has played an important role in seeing this commission to fruition. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk today, Dr. Johnson. Really appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: So give us a little bit of background on the uh, Racial Equity Commission, uh, kind of why people thought the need for it arose and how it got to the stage that it's at now.
1: Well, uh, as we'll recall in that summer of 2020, uh, the whole nation, in fact, to some extent, the entire world um, were riveted to their screen, um, uh, witnessing the video of the, the, the killing of George Floyd uh, at the hands of the uh, Minneapolis,
0: uh, Minnesota
1: police. And it sparked uh, protest movement movements around the country uh, with regard to Racism in law enforcement and criminal justice processes. Um, Some some people will remember Ferguson, Missouri, and Michael Brown, but. said um we like some sort of racial equity equity commission to be created and uh so at that point uh the efforts began to take place and, and they um were centered around the, the Chucknut uh, uh Health Foundation uh which has been collected data, collecting data public health data around racial inequality for quite some time and uh and so that that's that's what
0: So, uh what exactly is the Commission looking to accomplish what are what are some of its prioritized goals
1: well um it, it's charged uh, with trying to eliminate inequities and, and uh, racial inequities um, whatever they could be found here in, in Whatcom County and part of the, the, the allegations that were being made both here and nationally at that time, of course, was that the United States and its institutions in general suffered from systemic racism so that the system and the institutions and their normal processes produced unequal or inequitable outcomes. mobilize uh, actors in the community, certainly government, but also large uh, institutional actors in civil society to begin to address uh, those issues. And, and some of the main ones that have frequently been talked about and which are in the ordinance that was passed by the county and the city would be in areas of educational attainment, health care, access, and outcomes. like access to child care and, 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 and those kinds of things. Um, well, that's kind of what the vision is for what this uh, uh, commission's work would be.
0: Okay. So you were... Uh, like you noted, you were among the kind of stakeholders who were consulted to this and had a part in kind of bring this f- to fruition. Um, from what I understand, you have a background in civil rights work here in Whatcom County. Can you kind of speak to the, your experience in this and what kind of president uh, this racial uh, equity commission has in H- Whatcom County's history?
1: Well, okay, so um, you're right. I have been an activist. Uh, I'm a retired professor of political science at Western Washington University. Where I taught for 35 years, uh, only uh, retiring in 2021. And I was kind of also a a civil rights and human rights. Passports at that time, um, so I've, I've had my, my experience with that kind of work. But in further uh, response to your question, um, in Washington County, when you talk about precedent to the racial equity commission, in particular, um, there really hasn't been any. There hasn't been anything like that. Now, the commission uh, is going to be kind of a, a, a private public. I mean, it, it, it's constituted and, and initiated by both of County and the City of Bellingham, but it is uh, pay, presently being housed in the Tuckerman Health Foundation. and And, and the um, idea is that it's going to be a little like a little bit like the model of the, the Domestic Violence Commission here in the county, which is a public-private partnership. But but in saying all that. Um, The 1960s, I mean, you know, one of the nicknames for Bellingham is the City of Subdued Excitement. You must be familiar with that one. Yeah. And um, so you could say Sleepy Bellingham in the Sleepy four corner here of of the state of Washington. And uh, the Civil Rights Movement in the 1960s, well, uh, didn't, didn't altogether bypass. or the Chicano movement among Mexican Americans and Cesar Chavez's uh heroic work organizing farm workers. Um, uh, Bellingham and Whatcom County uh, didn't exactly miss all of that. Being around the university, I, I can certainly attest to the fact that, that it wasn't completely missed. But for instance, neither uh, Whatcom County or the city of Bellingham has an office civil rights or, or a civil rights officer or anything, not even a cubicle. Now they do of course they have city attorneys and people who I mean uh, issues related to civil rights would come up in, in, in these government um, institutions. Um, but um, you know um, in most places in the country you know you would have had an officer who was tasked with you know addressing these types of issues as they came up time to time. But but we didn't, and so um, fast forward a half century, and young activists are calling for a racial equity commission. Now, um, so there there was no precedent for it. And in in focusing strictly on racial equity, of course, it's a little bit different than what the civil rights movement ultimately became, uh, in which, you know, we saw that the civil rights law then becomes a, a platform for certain women's rights, and the fact women's rights are, are written into the Civil Rights Act of 1964, but also um, LGBTQ rights uh, and uh, environmental activism, uh, certainly uh, over time. And, and that when you talk about a racial equity commission, specifically charged with addressing any of those other issues so it's it's, it's interesting in the way that it differs from civil rights law and advancement uh going back a half century
0: so what kind of people are going to be ideal fits on this racial equity commission i know there's certain uh kind of roles and uh qualifications carved out for a lot of the different seats but uh what, what kind of people will be ideal fits
1: well, there's some language um, uh, for those who will be applying to be appointed members that that says that a qualification is to be someone who has some a lived experience uh, of racial inequality. And uh, that's, that's finally crafted because that, that doesn't leave white people out, of course, because, you know, if you live in a country community where these sorts of things are going on, you certainly can witness uh, uh, those kinds of issues and you can see the impact of them and so forth. And so um, we're looking for people who would um, agree uh, that racial inequity, racial inequality remains a, a problem in our community. And, and, and who are willing to roll up their sleeves and begin to see how we can tackle and, and address racial inequality.
0: And what kind of work can they expect to do on the commission?
1: Well, you know, so we we have two. So that we're involved with, um, you know, vetting the people who would be appointed to the, the commission. But of course the. law enforcement um uh, both at the city level and Washington County Sheriff's Department uh, school superintendents um uh, of the uh the public schools uh and then uh, a number of groups like uh in, in the Hispanic and, and Native uh, or the uh, African American communities such as community to community development uh and uh organizations of that sort So they automatically just teach at the table you see what I mean because their their agency will appoint members and then and then there's 19 people like that and then there's 12 others who will be private citizens who apply because they want to be part of it um so now I'm trying to, your question was what kind of work would they be expected to do well um, the we're um, talking about health foundation since 2011 has been uh, collecting data. Uh, I mean, they initially had uh, something called the Community Health Assessment that began to show racial inequality in education and healthcare and some of these other areas. And, and they've continued to track uh, those statistics and data. And I think that one of the things the commission will want to do is take a look at that collectively. And the, the vision is that there'll be from the commissioners themselves there will be a number of um uh, uh committees uh or teams that begin to look at for instance educational you know inequality in educational outcomes for instance or um um any inequ- uh, inequity in, in incarceration of certain races of color particularly native americans and and, and latinos and, and so forth and even our. I- Americans and um, begin to see what what can be done to address those kinds of um, inequities, and so and so that, so, so these, these committees will be you know uh, involve commissioners and then uh, people who will be uh, 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 mobilized who are not on the commission who are like panels of ex- experts in uh, criminal justice or um, you know healthcare. In its work and, and then the recommendations that it makes again to county and city governments, but also to, uh, you know, these health and, and uh, CMAR, and, and, and we're just talking about healthcare and, and other, again, private agencies that are, are involved in
0: delivery of these services. All right. Well, that was Dr. Vernon Damani-Johnson, member of the Wacom Racial Equity Commission's appointment committee. They're selecting members with a uh, deadline of February 29th at 11.59 p.m. So if you're interested, get those applications in. We'll have links to those on our website, uh, mybellinghamnow.com. Thanks so much for the time today, Dr. Johnson. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me on.